This podcast is brought to you by 411 Fightwear, an e-commerce platform that's redefining the local fightwear industry. You can check them out at 411fightwear.com and also on Instagram at 411fightwear. That's 411fightwear. Welcome back to Leverage Radio. Today we have Arko Das Gupta, a radio jockey by day and head coach of the Combat Clan in Kolkata by day also and night. <laughs> <laughs> a blue belt under Professor Reese Dykes. Uh, Arko, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys? Hey, good, uh, man. Best we can be. Um, could be a lot worse, but uh, I could be drinking like him, but uh, I haven't got Hey, it's only yet. water today. Okay. Oh, it's all about how sad. That's most like sad today. <laughs> yeah, this no, thing goes off like, the rails when I drink. If like. you feel like getting a drink, please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More than welcome to. Yeah. So how's so, the lockdown? So a little correction. I'm a radio jockey by night because I do the late night wee hours. Oh, oh shit. What's yeah. your shift? Uh, 12 to 5. 12 at night, 5 a.m. in the morning. Oh God! Fucking hell. Yeah. So you, uh, yeah. safe to safe to say you're not making it to any morning classes. <laughs> no, I don't make it to morning. Classes. I barely make it to afternoon classes. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's a hell of a lifestyle. So, w- what's a normal day for you like with your? Let's say it, there's no coronavirus yeah. nonsense, and you have your classes to teach uh, and your radio work to do what's a day like for you what so you generally i finish my show by five i'm home by 7 30 uh, i catch a little nap and by 2 33 i'm in the training room with the guys after the, a little bit of lunch and then till when does uh, training carry on till the evening yeah, I guess till, till the evening till the evening 7 38 uh, at least 8 30 in some, in some cases Depending upon if we have, uh, you know, matches coming up. I have a very small team. So, most of my guys are active guys. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't have a lot of members. This is a very new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what, one and a half years old. Like, one and a half years, two years old. Not more than that. That's good, man. I mean, um, I would rather have a small team that's competing and regular. Than yeah, I have like team. six guys who all compete. Who all compete. They are like active year throughout MMA, ADCC, just everywhere. That's pretty cool, man. And what about you yourself? Do you compete at the moment? Absolutely not. No? How come? How, so, it's a long story. I actually started when I started uh, MMA. Um, so, the backstory is when I started MMA, I wanted to compete. But uh, that's why I joined. That's why I started training. And for some reason, it didn't click. You know, some reason. It's a, it's a mental block. Whenever people say the white, I compete, I'm too scared to compete. I'm, I'm very honest about it. I'm very, That's very refreshing. honest about it. That's refreshing, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah a lot of people honest. make tons of fucking excuses. Like, no, oh, I don't want to get injured. No, or... no, no fucking excuses. I'm too scared <laughs> to compete. I'm too scared well, to he, compete. He's the guy who says, I don't want to get injured. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Fucking wanker Mohit. Yeah, but like, 
anyway, I don't want to get into this. this again. <laughs> like this is like half this fucking podcast is this. Is you just shitting on me for? I I'm just like I don't have the same. Okay, should I be the referee? Go. No, no, it's cool, man. Like we, no, we do this back and forth all the time. But always, he's my coach. I I do what he says. As all. No, I just I'm in just. Gym. Only yeah, it's gym. I'm too freaking scared of competing. I don't know. I've asked a lot of people. It's why because sometimes even I can't figure out why I can't compete. But it's this huge mental block. My students have pushed me. You know, my coaches have pushed me. But I just, I just can't seem to you know get over that initial thing. It's not that I have never competed. I have. It's refreshing. But you know, I think it's how I handle losses. Badly, I'm how, guessing. Very badly. <laughs> Very badly. Show me I a good loser, and I'll show so, you a loser. No, but there are two <laughs> types of losers. There's one loser who goes basically like, "Fuck this! I'm done with this shit. I want to fight this guy again in the parking lot." And there's yeah. the other guy who's like, "Yeah, I'd never want to do this again." No, it's not that I don't want to compete. The thing is, I always think back in my head. To be very honest, I have not trained enough to compete. I don't know enough to compete. To be very I honest, think, and you know, I think that's very, very important. I think the guy going into a competition who feels okay, fuck this, I have done everything. Those guys struggle, man. You see, those guys you really see. do struggle. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I was supposed to compete in ADCC. I actually made up my mind that I would actually compete in ADCC. Yeah, and I was in your weight category. If I'm not wrong, you're under seventy-seven, right, Ashwin? Yes, I'm under seventy-seven. Yes, that was my. I was eighty-two currently. I actually cut down to seventy-eight, but I just could not uh, make it to eighty-six. Yeah. So his job, I hardly get any leaves. It's very hard to get a leave when you're a radiator. It means people don't allow you to leave your show. Uh, Obviously. Like, yeah. So but, it was but, very hard. But I mean, um, a lot of the reason why people get at least in my experience the guys who don't want to compete is they fucking make it into such a big deal in their own heads that yeah i mean i i'm i'm truly i'm going to be very honest and i'm very honest when it comes to all these things there's no lying about this martial arts is the last place you can lie about and martial arts is the last place you cannot lie because it's a very transparent shit mm-hmm. you cannot lie about your skill you cannot lie what's going on in your head you will be exposed <laughs> so in India, it does not make any sense. Even if you are exposed, you become a bigger celebrity than smaller celebrity. Don't get me started on that shit, man. Yeah, I'm from Calcutta. <laughs> you know, created politics. Oh man, dude, the guys, they're such fucking fakes in our country. I I live in that city. We probably uh, created the F in the fake. <laughs> Who are you referring to, man? Come on, I'm from the city. Give, where me, you a have, give me a name. Give me a name. Give me a name. Look at it. there is the Dana White of Calcutta. You have you have you ever heard oh, of Dana White of Delhi? We, I think we, we have. We tried we to have, have a word. We tried to have a word with Ratul a few weeks ago. Oh my God, that Ningampur called you. <laughs> um, I mean, he he reached out to us after Shiba's podcast, and he he just said That's he wanted to. That's the only thing he can reach out to, if you know what I mean. His no, I mean, he, he said he wanted to. share his side of the story so we had to have him on but uh, just i think the cyclone had just hit and there were some internet troubles and stuff like that so um, we just haven't gotten around to reschedule it but yeah, maybe this will be good please please reschedule it just to get and, him back and please reschedule it and if he can get through one sentence without stammering the drinks on me 
<laughs> you know what I really love? I love to regulate a debate with you, yeah. Shiba and Rathol on it. And get Partho on board too. Oh, I yeah, don't know who Parth- that is. Who's player four oh, entered the okay. game? So, Partho oh, player, is Partho the gentleman is like 360 who runs mixed martial arts coach. Oh, yes, yes. Shiba spoke about him extensively. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, here's, here's a history of why I know all this and why Shiba knows all this. Fuck so when yeah. 360 degree started, like when it started, started, there were three coaches. There were there was Partho, there was Shiba, and there was me. Okay. Three coaches. And we started with one student. Okay. <laughs> and that's how old in the system I am. There was right. nothing called MMA in the state of the thing all at that time. So you guys right? basically Rato started training, training together. together. Yes. So it means me and Shiba did. Yeah. Partho never trains. Ah. Yeah. Then Oh, yeah. Sensei never trains. Oh, Sensei never trains. <laughs> oh, Sensei. oh, Sensei never trains. Oh, of course. Sensei, sensei has to handle things, right? Yes, Sensei has to handle things. Right. Yeah, so that's happened. And Ratul at that point of time had already screwed me over once. And I had screwed him over twice because he screwed me over once. It's like, you meet me in the pocket long and I will get your balls for it. That type of a thing. So by that time, this is again regarding that fighter pay thing, or is this something else? It's so ancient history. If I tell you, you will, guys will laugh. I so mean, what happened? It was it was very yeah. simple. I yeah, wanted yeah, to bro. start training MMA. I yeah. wanted to start training MMA. I searched MMA in Calcutta. Ratul's name came up. I went into Ratul and I see this guy. And I was uh, like, ten years. I was what, sixteen or seventeen or eighteen? I don't maybe eighteen. I don't remember at that point. Mm-hmm. And say okay, teach me. He take, takes my money, and that point of time, uh, six hundred or thousand bucks. I don't remember six hundred bucks maybe, but it was a lot of money considering I saved it up from my uh, school uh, lunch. I mean, money. if you were in school, it's money. It's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. money. It's, yeah. Even if you were in first year in college, it's money. It's yeah. money. Like yeah. I paid him, and he vanished. <laughs> I did not see him. I did not see him. And I was on the doorstep of the Calcutta Judo Club. That's where he was supposedly operating from every day, 6 a.m. Hmm. A.m.? Oh, fuck. That's even worse because you're to wake up. Okay. And and at this point of time, I'm paying for my own training. And people used to ask me. And people going into... And he was, never used to pick my calls up. Okay. And he never came. So I generally... the guy who ran Calcutta Judo Club, he said, what are you, you here for? Stan, I see you like a creep sitting outside the club throughout. Yeah. What are you here for? So I told him the whole situation and he says he just took your money and ran off because he does that to people. Do you want to train Judo? And that was the time they uh, did not take any money from me because I was already siphoned off because uh, from the yeah, money. Obviously. Yeah. And I started training Judo. Right. And uh, I was... T- Training, training, and after six, seven months or a year later, I see Ratul coming back into the club. And by this time, I think he never knew that I was there. Okay. Yeah, yeah go on. Awesome. Go on. That's, so, yeah, we are totally uh, engrossed. Yeah. So <laughs> he just walks past, and I was on the mat, and I was drilling my throws. And I see, okay, I know this. I know this guy, right? This guy took my. Okay, this is the guy who took my money. <laughs> so, so what I did. I had all my um, I had all my friends there, and all these guys work in the police, right? right so I told my instructor at that point of time what's happened, and as soon as Rathul saw me, he was leaving. 
and I just went in and called him very nicely. I just called him very nicely. Took him to the locker room, locked the locker room from inside, and it was me, all the police guys, and my instructor right there. And my instructor said, "Where's this guy's money? He took six hundred bucks from. Where's his money?" And he was like, "Okay, means." And he was a flabbergasted. He knew that he was going to get a <laughs> if he didn't pay up. <laughs> and, and he couldn't even go to the police because the police were there. Police was the there. Police would have flashed him up. <laughs> and he was he was about to cry. And so my instructor at that point of time said, "Take your mobile out. Give it to him. Give him the money. Take your mobile." So I took his money, and it was an old Chinese set where you can actually plug in five SIMs yeah, at that yeah, point yeah. of time. Those, those, no? like those, those big those brick kind of ones. Yes. So I had that, and I said, "Okay, bye. You go. You give me money, and I'll give you a mobile." So by that time, he never returned. I waited for two weeks, and I sold that mobile. Thousand <laughs> bucks. So I oh, made profit! Boom! So you got your money back with boom. interest. Yeah, boom! I no, we can't say boom, right? That's hit promotion. Oh yeah, boom is hit promotion. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, guys. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Bam. So right now, when we uh, when I got that money, okay, I'm happy on with my life. I'm training judo, and at this, my mixed martial arts aspirations are still there. Um, I'm I'm more of a jujitsu guy, so I'm practicing ground stuff, and it's still there. And I find Patho. So and I meet him. And he says, "Come down and uh, let's see, see. We'll talk." And I started going to one of his uh, dojos where he used to teach karate. Fine. At this point of time, everything's going well. And I see Rathul and Shiva sitting. And nice. Rathul's checking me out, and I'm checking Rathul out. And I'm like, "If this guy says anything, I'm going to hit him with a brick. Forget any martial arts." <laughs> no speaking. Nothing happened. He went his way. I went my way. Right. Now 360 came up, and Partho came up and told me that we want to train with me. Come down to the gym. I'm opening a new gym. It's a mixed martial arts gym. Let's train. And at that point of time, you know, um, I was uh, talking to some people for. Uh, there was this promotion called I don't know if you guys know, FCC, Full Contact Championship. So it was I, I Prashant Kumar. Shiba only, I think, mentioned. Yeah, 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 Shiba, and that's how I came to know, came to be with the team. So right. uh, I was in talk with Prashant, and I went up to Patel and said, "I need two fighters. They will get everything paid. Fighter pay is very less, but travel and everything fight. would be uh, taken care of." So he said, "Okay, you manage the team." This did not sit well with Rafael, and he started a ruckus in the class. And at this point of time. Rathul imaginarily has beaten me in, in jiu-jitsu sparring uh, a lot, many times, uh, probably. And, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but what is uh, Partho's background? Is he the karate guy? He is a dude. He's from a what G- I know, GFI ref. That hardly counts for anything. I'm just saying, like that's where oh, I know no. him from. Bro, GFI refs are fucking. So he, he can is, I can I just make a he's quick not a ref. He's not that? a ref. He's not a ref. He's one of the. You do not need to know jujitsu to be in GFI. <laughs> okay, so so <laughs> I know. Man. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm literally my team just fucking with you guys. Yeah. Oh, you also banned. Yeah, I'm banned with that. I'll come to that. That's that's part so, of the history. 
all I'm going to say in Partho's defense, who is not here on this podcast, guys, uh-huh. is that in those GFI tournaments, he is the only person I feel like is you can speak to and is coherent enough to get shit done versus the other guys, uh, other officials who are just... Matlab, no, I completely agree with that. Apna kaam ko. So that, no, in no, his I defense, I, I, in his defense I'm, I'm also going to say he's the only guy probably there who's In the whole of the GFI get, thing. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. whole of GFI, which like, who's coherent to get things done because he's the only guy who has watched enough YouTube to do that. <laughs> I got to see what this guy looks like, boys. I, I don't. I don't have a name. I don't have a face to his name. I'll. I'll send you a link. Yeah. Yeah. But carry on. So, so Partha uh, is. He started three. You. What you were saying was he started three sixty so, degrees. and we went and we Ratul, went to Bombay. Shiba and Ratul flipped. Okay, he's managing your team. Why is Orko managing your team? And Partha at that point of time very coolly said, and that's why. That's where. The whole um, uh, relationship with me and him began. Uh, like, see, this is oh, see, oh, this is that pic. You look at me. Wait, oh. So this is you. Black lives uh, matter. This is Shiva. Uh, which one is? Uh, Partha Arthur? is between them. Him? Yeah, he's always yeah. between. Them. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. That's it. That's the guy. So, uh, at that point of time, Ratul completely flipped. Okay, if he's there, I'm not going to be there. And that's where it was the last straw between me and uh, Ratul. So, okay. 360 became anti-Ratul. And, you know, we were functioning. And um, Shiba, became, Shiba and I became the first layer of coaches with which 360 had. Nice. Uh, I used to take care uh, mainly of the... Because I came from a judo background, I used to take care of the grappling and stuff. Though I didn't know any jiu-jitsu at that point of time. And I was just learning from scratch. I think that's... whole of India has done that. At some point. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I was just learning from scratch. But, and we had not competed in any jiu-jitsu tournaments because there were none at that time. I mean, you had to make them up. Yeah. And uh, and we were competing kickboxing. We did well. We were national champs a few times. Uh, a lot of medalists coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried competing. I lost. But, mm-hmm. but the environment, what I was always fed. In my years, you're a good coach, not a good competitor. Good coach, good competitor. So at that point of time, I think I bought into that charade myself. No, uh, it's not a charade, man. It's, it's important to realize these things. Yeah. So I I just focused on coaching. Mm-hmm. And 360 was expanding. So we expanded two new centers. Shiva used to handle one of them. I used awesome. to handle one. Uh, and we used to take turns in shifts. Obviously, this and is within Kolkata only that you. Within coach. Kolkata, within Kolkata, and um, and that's what it, Shiba was training uh, some guys. I was training some guys, and we had a lot of students. Like at one point of time, I think we had 60, 70 students doing class at one time in wow. one of my classes. Wow. Um, it went up to 100, uh, 120. That's but ridiculous. you know, me and Shiba always had Shiba and me. I think now. I heard Shiba's podcast and Shiba is a very nice guy. He won't come and get you all those things. But the problem was we were not getting paid enough. Right. We oh, were teaching I mean, a class Shiba, of 100 Shiba, people. Shiba indicated to it. No, I'm not indicating. I'm just telling you. We You're telling us straight up. No, but you I'm said Shiba telling you straight up. Yeah. And yeah, the Shiba problem did. what happened and honestly, the problem that happened, you know, some days, some, some, uh, and 
I was in college at that point of time uh, in university and, and I had to travel. I recently moved closer to the gym so that I could uh, take the classes. Get the, get the easy, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was, and for, see, I had, everybody go through that pressure, right? I did my master's in mass communication. My parents mm-hmm. were not exactly hoping that I would take martial arts as one of my career, right? So I did my, I did my studies. I did, I was, uh, you walked the path that you're be, traditionally supposed to walk. Yeah. I'm supposed to be mama, papa's good boy. And you know, take a job, take a job that pays. Okay. Um, here I am like, and we weren't getting paid. And at some months it would be very difficult and very, very difficult. You know, making bus rent would be difficult. Hmm. And this is where the breaking point came. Like if some students would give me money to, you know, just, this is the monthly fees, sir. And you can go and give it up to Partho and, you know, just give it in the office. They would do the hisab and everything. Mm-hmm. And let's say I have no money, so I would just directly spend on the admissions. Right. And I, I was too ashamed to tell him that, and I would replace the money eventually. But one day, uh, I just told him, "See, this is what's happening, and that's why, you know, the balance never, uh, never adds up. Adds up. And he's and and then things happen. Then things happen. He said, "You shouldn't be doing this." Then I also said, "You should be paying more." Than Right. So, you know, just don't mind my puppy keeps shouting like that. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, so that happened. And another thing happened. I, there was, now, the way we saw training, me and Shiba saw, saw training, I think were different. But one thing me and Shiba always agreed upon that there's, there was no system to it. Like there's no system to it. Absolutely no system to it. And we wanted it to be more tougher. Like if, if you are going to fight MMA and this is after like five, six years of being an MMA gym, we hadn't completed MMA at all. Like Mm -hmm. after Shiba's uh, performance and it had been five, six years and we hadn't competed. Mm. And I was like, why is this happening? Okay. No MMA competitions. Fine. YFC came up and I was like, okay, let's send our guys. I know Jitendra Ghare personally. So I went up and I booked some of the guys to fight there and we fought good results. Um, I think we had a couple of guys, six, seven guys, five, seven of them won good record. Uh, the first Jiu Jitsu national that happened in Bangalore. Uh, yes, uh, Jiu Jitsu Association of India, Suresh Kopi, uh, sir, and everybody Suresh organized Kopi, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody organized it. And we went there and we had a decent standing. I competed there also. Uh, so uh, we had a decent standing. We went, it was a 13 people team. There were 12 medals in different categories. This is Jiu Jitsu spelled J U J I T S U. Yeah, it was Jiu Jitsu. So basically, it was no gi and gi, and they have a different way of spelling it and doing it. Right. So, and uh, after this had happened, can you just hold on? I'll have to tell her something. Yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Suresh Gopi's Federation, yes. Jiu Jitsu Association of India. of India. I don't know again with these guys how much into Jiu Jitsu they actually are because they do not seem like. No, I. The, what intrigued me at that point of time that most of the officials came from the Middle East. So the uh, 
the United UAE Jiu Jitsu Federation, most of their senior black belts, and I'm talking about likes um, uh, um, of Alexander Nascimento. He's a third degree black belt. So all these senior people came down to officiate that. So it was. So it was quite, it was quite uh, legit at that point of time because uh, there were enough officials from outside to manage that. That makes sense. Yeah, and there were some other countries like Turkmenistan, Turkey, Kyrgyzstan, and also because there was an Asian Championships also was happening, and one of my guys actually medaled in the Asian Championships. Nice, awesome. Uh, so what happens is that, okay, now I know that I have a team that can work. I'm not saying that we were the best, but I'm saying that can work. Right. And then we come back and I say, let's amp up training. And by this time, uh, he, Shiva and me were already in that kind of a headspace of what's happening. Nice. And me and Shiva, like we, we were not always communicating because he was in a different center and I was in a different center, but we both knew what we were going through. You know? We were very thick at that point because we were in the same kind of position. And by this time, I think Shiva had left. If I don't remember, I think Shiva had left at this point of time and I was taking care of both the places. Okay. okay. I was taking care of Jiu-Jitsu classes and MMA classes. While being underpaid. I was not underpaid. It's called tremendously underpaid. <laughs> not paid, sorry. Not paid. So you're basically doing an internship. Uh, <laughs> and hiring interns to do more. Do unpaid internship with more interns. Amazing. Yes. Right. Experience is important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are these are important stuff. And so I uh, take I was taking class and I see and what was happening that me and Partho were not looking eye to eye. In Absolutely, absolutely. It was not, we were not looking eye to eye. And my thing was very, very clear. If you're not creating a hard, hard hitting atmosphere where they are training under fire and brimstone every day, how do you think they're going to handle the pressure when it, when they go to big competition? I mean, if it's a competition team, it has to be training hard, right? Otherwise, yes, it's, it's a, a competition. competition team. In a competition team cannot be training Otherwise, four days a week. For two hours a day. Enthusiasts. Otherwise, you're yeah. enthusiasts. Other, right, right. So yeah. I was I was not wrong in the way I was saying it. Fuck no, you weren't. And and me and me and Patho were like in loggerheads. Like mm-hmm. even when we went to Bangalore for the Jiu Jitsu uh, Nationals, and I was like loggerheads. Oh, yeah. I'm right. like, you can't talk to me like that, and I will not talk to you. This is just insane. And I went right. at, I went at it. Uh, with him. Okay, then we settle uh, everything, everything's cool. I come back, start training and the world championship comes. And he says, okay, I'm going to take four people to the world championship for this jiu-jitsu that was happening for in Thailand. Sorry, happening in Thailand. And I said, don't. Don't take four people to the world championships. Simple reason being, we are underprepared. Not ready. Who comes to who comes to this world championship? You got to understand. A team like Athos is sending their uh, Thailand contingent. Somebody from Russia is coming. They are training under black belts. Forget black belts. They are training six days a week. At least four hours a day. Two sessions. Uh, they have their uh, systematic strength and conditioning uh, thing going on. That's like they are going to cut down. Professionals. They are professionals. Eat, breathe, sleep this thing. And I know it's hard 
it's hard to do it in india and it's hard to do especially in calcutta so i said the alternative that i gave was if you are taking money from them and if you are taking them the best thing that you can do take the money send them to aka or tiger muay thai or camps like this let them train by, one yeah. and a half month or uh, what is called uh, mixed martial arts academy so. yeah at that point of time you guys existed i know i checked you out <laughs> i'm a little bit creepy stalker when you uh, that's okay uh, we all are uh, when it comes to all these kind of stuff or i'm saying send them to other gyms right. let them train right. and you know things should happen send them to evolution send them to cross train there's so many man so many options and, and and me and shiva had already created that you know people know us we know people uh okay we can call we can set up a cross training thing you know go and train he said yeah. no we need to send and um, because it's a huge opportunity and yeah it's a huge opportunity to get your ass kicked yeah publicly why why would i send like four of my brightest minds to have that debilitating loss in their head it it'll make a big difference in their competition career if they take a beat like so what also. happened he took four people he yeah. took four people four yeah. of my brightest guys at that point of time one of them is um five and five and two or five and th- uh, sorry six and three in mma now mm-hmm. and is a bronze medalist in adcc mm-hmm. did one of them quit uh, no another them uh, another one uh, is uh, in london he's training in london at this point of time awesome another one is chasing his job and another one is also in jiu jitsu aditya you might know aditya saha he he competes he's he competes he was uh, he was training in aka all this point of time uh, so okay. he competes there he got a sponsorship ship uh, from aka so he was uh, training there at that point mm-hmm. and they all lose and he overcharged each and every one of them fuck off really and when i when he was telling me okay you should go i said i don't have the money to go hmm But but you don't even have a passport. I said I will make a passport if I get a money. If money, I can't afford bus tickets. You want me to afford plane tickets? Right. And I said if you pay for me as their coach, I can go. He said no. I'll take my photographer. I said okay. So he took his photographer, not the guy who was coaching his team. Basically, do a photo shoot, get some nice marketing material out of it. K international trip. The boys compete. Karne gaye the. So as soon as he came down, I very. and at this point of time i had no ill feeling towards it i had no and i was not angry or so i understand he was running a business he had to do something coach was not important at this point of time and i was not giving myself enough worth of what kind of work i was doing and i'm very honest and i realized it after 10 years of being in this and working in a corporate that i did not give myself enough worth if i was building a team on the basis of which everybody is winning everything and me and shiva did a lot of groundwork for you know a lot of competitors that are competing today or mm-hmm. uh, are you know what 360 is today mm-hmm. so we want we want given uh, the minimum amount of due and what happened was i left i left and i started job searching i was not doing mma at that point of time when i left i was not planning on doing anything i got my radio jockey job I got a nice cushy job in radio. I uh, pursued a different career altogether. So like, you took a break completely from MMA. Which is fucking heartbreaking, right? It's like heartbreaking, and was very tough for me because 
between the time I left and between the time I got a job, those nine months, those nine months or that a year, there was not a single person that I knew I went to, to ask for investment to open my own gym. Mm -hmm. And I got zlich from anybody. Right. And I understood because they did not understand the concept of a martial arts. Right. And um, I want so bad. It, I wanted to get back to that game, but I said, okay, this is, this not might not be my path. Let's stop it. Let's go. I get a call, right? I get a call. Uh, at this point of time, I was going to Shiva's. I was meeting him. I, we were like, he's my friend. Why won't? I mean, she, she was a student of ours. She is his wife and me and me, Shri and Shiva are like, right. We are like very close friends. He's basically, I lived in his house. He lived in my house. That's how close we were. And, uh, I go to Shiva and I get a call and I get to hear from somebody that this bugger is telling everybody that I'm siphoning off students from mm. 360 and sending them to uh, Shiva's place at Alpha Omega and taking a commission out of that. No oh, damn. He called me and I actually went to his so-called meeting and I said, if I wanted to do that, the gym would be empty right now. Mm. And I have my job. I don't need to do all this. Okay. I still, at that point of time, I agreed to work with him. I still, okay. You might have misunderstood me. I'm on and off. If you need any help, do let me know. Hmm. Right now, I'm not thinking about money because I'm settled. You sorted Otherwise, for a little while. Yeah. Uh, so if you need any help, let me know. Right. Done. Two of my students call. Shanawaz Muhammad and Ali Zargam. They also were training MMA out of, fighters. Uh, also MMA fighters. Right. And they were training at 360. They called mm -hmm. me. And and I have been there. Uh, me and Shiva have, have been there. Lifetime coach means we build, it, build these guys up from scratch. Right. He coaches one student. He, yes. So, calls me up and says, Sir, we have a fight coming up in YFC. And fantastic. Congratulations. But we aren't getting any training. And what do you mean? Sir, we are going to class and we are being made to do one, two, kick, one, two, kick. Yeah, against a partner, no, on air. Mm. I'm like, that's now, now that's the severity of the problem. So how can I help? Sir, I need you to train us. I said, okay, I have no problem. So before I would go to office, I would go to their home and they had this small uh, basement room. And I used mm. to train them on the pads and wrestle with them on the bare floor. And at, still at that point of time, I said, okay, you go represent 360, but I'll help you. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. no problem. I'll help you. Not a problem. You guys are my students and I love you till death. I'll help you. Done. Uh, uh, two days left before their matchup. And these were tough matchups that they were doing. Because they were in a tournament format and they were going up against guys of PCA, like Meme's team and evolution and tough guys they were facing tough guys not easy competition by any chance right. i call them up what's your weight weight's fine the day before i said okay i'm going to come down i'm going to come down to your match i finished my office i catch a i was about to catch a train i called okay who are who is with you everybody was cutting the last bit of weight who is with you 
uh, one of the guys says, sir, no one. I mean, you're cutting weight, right? Who mm-hmm. is helping you to cut weight from your team? Mm-hmm. No one. Where's Partho and the rest of the team? Sir, uh, they are somewhere doing uh, some kind of a workshop. You mean to tell me you're sending two of your brightest guys for an MMA match and you can't have one coach to there to do a weight start with them? Hmm. I, I, I reach there and and by this time, I'm not no longer associated with this. Okay? I'm already hmm. a radio jockey. I get paid for my job. I made a point. I go there. I reach. I see and I reach at night. By this time, they have already given their weight cut. Everything's happened. And their um, weight's all done. I say hello to Vicky, uh, sir. Hi, hello. And I go into their room. And I ask, where are they? Sir, I don't know when they can make it or if they can. So if I would not have gone there, they would have been cornerless. Hmm. So it was me and another guy who went there just out of the love that we have for these kids. Yeah. We went there. Still, I did not say anything. It was morning. Sorry, afternoon. Nobody showed up. Not a single phone call. How are you? What are you guys doing? Not a single phone call. I went up to I went to uh, Vicky sir and said that this is not done. This is mm. not done. I will not allow these two guys to represent a team who cannot even say. See, if you can't make it, just tell it. I can't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. It's understandable. Is, uh, Ask someone Vicky to help you. Yeah. So I told Vicky, sir, they are not going to represent 360. They are going to represent mm-hmm. my team. Mm-hmm. And that is where I first thought of the... It just came off the top of the head, Combat Clan. I just don't know why I thought of it. It just came out of my head and I gave, I gave the name. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, they are not going to represent 360. And the fighters agreed. Right. We are about to board the bus to leave for the venue. Right? right? Two hours. Two hours (laughs) before the matchup. These guys show up. And these guys being uh, Partho? Supriya and and, uh, Partho. Okay. Supriya is uh, former henchman, uh, like the henchman of the (laughs) (laughs) Bandits. Straight out of comic book. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And so now. And by this time, they have no idea what's happening, right? I go to the venue and I start wrapping their hands up. Partho comes up and asks me, what is this happening? And I said to him, I'm wrapping my fighter's hand. They are going to fight. We can do this another time. Mm-hmm. Not now. I'm wrapping, I'm wrapping his hands. He's saying, oh, this is a good thing that you did. I'm like, obviously, if you don't have the decency to show up at your fighter's MMA fight, <laughs> you don't get to tell me what I'm supposed to do and what I'm not. And we wrapped. And I didn't allow him to talk to any of the guys because I don't want that head, their head space to be in the wrong place before their fight. One of the fighter wins, one of the fighter loses. He was in, he was one of the, Partho was one of the judges. Oh my God. And I'm not saying anything else. Make That's convenient. Make, uh, like it was a split decision. One plus one, two, I think you can make it. Fantastic. I leave. I take my fighters. I come back home. Everything's hunky-dory. I don't hear from him. He doesn't hear from me. Still rumors going around of what I'm doing. I can hardly bother. Fuck you all. I, I don't care. 
Mm-hmm. I still continue training at Calcutta Judo Club, right? I have uh, some people. I, I by at this point of time, I've done a couple of years of judo. I'm trying to get my belts and whatsoever, and I'm training. Uh, so after one training session, I just make my way to one of his championships that he had. It was a state kickboxing championship, and other districts had came down. I was standing near the gate, and that that was happening in the auditorium, right? And I was talking to my former colleagues, you know, from other states who I know. Everybody knows me there. Like I was the head coach of the freaking place for like yeah. seven, eight years. So everybody knows me there. So I'm talking. Partho comes down. He tells me, "What are you doing here? And why didn't you tell me that you are coming?" I know. First of all, why would I need to tell you that I'm coming if I'm standing in a public place? <laughs> and do you need my autograph or anything that I would tell you that? <laughs> then he gathers a crowd. Of course. And then he starts ranting. What are you? You did this. You did that. And I'm like, I'm like, quiet. What I did and what I did not. I need to ask. You stole students. And are these candies? That is. <laughs> I can't steal. I'm not a kid. I don't steal candies. And I'm like, and he's like, you are an evil person. And then everybody speaks out, and then I lose my shit at this point of time. You are inside trying to group up with me, with your group of minions that I have trained. and basically taught them everything that they know and i am like who are you threatening me with half of these guys have i have trained and if you want to go at it less the mat space is empty let's go at it yeah and i said if i ever open a gym i would make sure your gym's empty <laughs> and i was at loggerheads i completely lost my shit i said a lot of things i maybe i should have or maybe i shouldn't have i don't know Things I don't remember, but that's what me and Partho shared, and me and Rathul shared. And I don't like them. And let me be on record: I don't like them. I neither like Partho. I neither uh, like yeah, Rathul. Rathul. Rathul did one more thing which I did not appreciate. He created a fake page on my wife's oh. name. That's fucked up, bro. That's and classy, man! <laughs> wow, that's, that's a good move. Started, yeah. started <laughs> using illicit content on that. I would have kicked his. I I just told whoever I need to tell. Do you think it's going to take me two minutes with my background in media to actually find out where the IP address is from for that, and to track it and whoever it is to get a number and get him booked under harassment act of a woman? Right. This is how long ago, man? This is like two, three years back. Okay. And hell. then I see Partho and Rathul being the best of friends and uh, doing competitions together, and 360 competing in that godforsaken whatever town class shit gutter of a MMA promotion. And I am like, okay, you want to be enemies with me? Fine. Have a class of not going to Rathul and join hands, and now they are like best friends. Dude, uh, <laughs> so how am I supposed to respect these people even in enmity? Now tell me that. Shiba is, I think, till today. I recently spoke to Shiba. 
She was ready to fight him at any point of time, Rasul. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm also ready. Put me in. Damn. So you and uh, what about you and Shiva? When you guys get along? Oh yeah, we guys we get along. I was I was invited to his wedding. Uh, we catch I up. I love Shiva, talk. man. How can you not like Shiva? Yeah. But uh, so how does that work? How does that work, man? Because I, uh, you guys actually, I mean, you guys obviously work off each other, which is rare to see. Um, I think they are the best team in Calcutta when it comes to jiu-jitsu. Simple as that. Awesome. And this is how much I like him. I run a team, and uh, see, there is no way uh, uh, I should be telling on other. I would. I should not be. Means I do not have that obligation to promote his team. And for mm. people hearing this uh, podcast, if you want to be good in jiu-jitsu, join Alpha Omega. Mm. Interesting. We have the best. Awesome. Uh, we have. We both have the same professor who belted us. He got belted before I got belted after. This is three three stacks, right? Yes, we both have the same professor. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. And I train. I I go and train in Alpha Omega whenever I can. My students go and train in Alpha Omega. We haven't. We are. We have a healthy uh, relationship, basically, right? Which yeah. Is very rare. And and I'm. I plan on having a student exchange program with him. Mm-hmm. Like my guys would train there, and because they are focusing more and more on jujitsu, if some guys are coming up in the MMA ranks and want to fight MMA, I said, okay, send them here. I'll train them for MMA. You train them for jujitsu, and I think we both can help each other grow. Mm-hmm. And Obviously, that's how it is. I mean, dude, that's refreshing. I mean, that's I think how. And I think I mean, that's how a lot of the teams, industry in the US works as well, right? So that's I think the only three teams that work together in the MMA and Jiu-Jitsu circuit in Calcutta are the Jiu-Jitsu Ronins that they buy on, and it's a group that they run. Um, some of my ex-students and they buy on. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu Ronins. Yeah, Jiu-Jitsu He also loves okay. Parto very much. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, has them, them so, and them and the two of you guys, your yeah, your combat team, clan combat clan and, and, and Alpha Omega, Omega get pretty Alpha along. Omega. We always train together. Nice. We That's train together, man. and and I am not ashamed of saying this. I think jujitsu wise, these two, at least jujitsu wise, these two teams know more than I do. Mm-hmm. But that's awesome that uh, that you're giving them a shout out, man. I didn't know things had gotten so messed up between uh, Inter Calcutta, Artho and Ratul that they were, they were going after family and stuff. That's messed up, dude. No, no, that's uh, see, Artho would never do that. No, Ratul, Ratul, you mentioned. Rat, Ratul is a jackass. No, that's 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 really messed up, and Ratul I didn't know it jackass. was that bad. If he thinks he's the Dana White of Calcutta, it will take me one. I the hope he comes back on and clears this up, man. I would love to talk to him now. I don't even care if he clears this up. No, I know. I just from my my own personal curiosity, like I will ask him. I do. Like, dude, I'm gonna ask him. Make a page about somebody else's spouse. And my offer still stands. If he finishes one sentence without stammering, Nathan means to the one English sentence. You are strings. I owe you drinks. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so we have, at least I, I think I built a very good uh, relationship with Shiva now and we've been in touch. Um, and we had him on the podcast as well. Um, yeah, I heard that podcast. I heard that. Oh, that's awesome, man. Thanks. Yeah, I heard that postcard and messaged you guys that I need to be in that podcast too. Shiva, you are too nice. You are not going to, you know, crack the eggs <laughs> of history, but I am. I'm not that kind of a nice guy. I'm a very mean guy when it comes to all this. See, one thing good, I man. cannot stand. One thing I cannot stand, we are all martial artists, right? Like you, I, I've been following Warrior. Oh, we can't like, stand frauds. 
so i have been following warriors growth from the first time when jahangir uh, i followed jahangir when he was back in crossfit and back in the day then he went to warriors growth and he created that first place your first venue mm-hmm. the blue mats the white walls i've been following right, you guys right. and you you know i i know most of the people now right. imagine my surprise imagine my disappointment when i see uh, 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 you know a rohit from ijj going so far in life when i see uh, warrior coach doing so good and when i see cross train siddharth is a dear friend of mine go- doing mm-hmm. so good and the thing is we all started at white belts at some point of time we all started our academies at the same timeline and look at where these academies are look at where 360 is do you even i'm like if I, this I, podcast I did not sure. happen you would not even know that name. i would not hear of it to be very honest um, and what's and what's their competition record they only uh, compete in gfi and i mean the very champion. fact that they are associated with gfi has already left a bad taste in my mouth yes and they and, only yeah. and they only compete they only compete in uh, kickboxing federation of india they don't compete mma at all like one or two and they have and they have been i don't know their guys have calling me out and i'm like i don't even like mosquitoes they who they, are they guys man bro they uh, they know. seem very culty so basically it, it is they, i've met their guys at i was a few part of, of that tournament i was vice chancellor of that cult <laughs> and i was a vice chancellor and ev- everyone is bought in you have to wear a pointy hat you yes, literally do my hair was, my hair was pointy because they these guys are all wearing the same hoodie and they're all like just sitting together oh, and, and like, they are not and they are not allowed to open their hoodie if they feel hot yeah there's a i don't know about any of that the same way like they a, sit they always do os not and not the jiu jitsu os like we are like os, clap os. our hands are like bro and they are like os sensei and they will not oh. tell part 4 by the first name it's no sir it has to be sensei sensei has to be sensei yeah. right? and sensei i'm guessing doesn't train too much or oh, sensei has a lot of injuries that's like oh. excuse 101 sensei has a lot of like injuries. i have a lot of injuries <clears throat> from my from my days oh. of practicing uh, karate and he yeah. used to do full contact karate and believe me you know i have done a lot of lot of things i have been heel hook i have torn my acl mcl and i don't know what are those ligament called at that point of time i have healed and i still <laughs> train right no it pains it aches but i still train and what's what's patho's age like patho at what 45 46 let's say 47 he says he's too broken up to train our professor reads rights is close for 249 or 50 maybe at this he trains every single freaking day right my oldest student was a ceo of a company he is he's going to turn 62 he trains every freaking day and he is going to give me this excuses that he never trains you know one of the guys i was there and i forgot the keys and i was still at 360 so i called patho and said okay bring the keys i'm going to open the gym and one of the students from back is like he's bro patho sir is probably going to be late because he's watching youtube <laughs> okay, just tell him if you ever get patho on a zoom call tell him to demonstrate how to actually break a guard Oh, dude, we have to have more noise. Yeah, how um, to break a guard? You know, because the Ashwin, last time I remember, it is drag him into top mount and then do a top mount escape. <laughs> we we messaged him for the le- <laughs> so one of the leverage tournaments. Over, right? One of the leverage tournaments. 
you guys must be, so, must be doing so charity then, at that day so Did basically okay okay so let me tell the story then so basically when we were looking initially for competitors uh, back i believe in march when we were planning to do this in end of april may um 360 degrees one of their guys was like he was a standby to schedule to be in what's so, his name i don't have the name on this me. is in our uh, is are they in our that, inbox yeah in mine um but it's fine it was the, it's it fine, was after it's fine. that irrelevant at this point yeah yeah no but um, i got doctor's guy man um Especially if he's associated with GFI, I've been meaning to get in touch with these guys. Do you think he'd come on if we asked him? No, no. Doesn't have the guts. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember, I remember, I remember this. Doesn't have the guts. He would probably say to you, okay, leverage the other. We can't do other jiu-jitsu tournaments because we are, there's a associated rule and GFI. policy GFI that like you. your GFI does not like. And this is the same dude who sends his top female competitor and another guy to bloody freaking ADCC under the name of Calcutta because he's too scared. If he gives 360, he will be banned from GFI. Wow. And you know who, who was helping, who was helping the, his so-called champions warming Obviously, up? Obviously, you were Shiba. I was not there. It was my guys who yeah. were helping him because I never, see, I will not stop helping other guys. All these guys, his top guys are the students that I have trained. Right. Or Shiba has put in blood and sweat. He's going Some to connection you have with them, right? See, I what I don't I had don't have anything against the guys at 360. I think they have a lot of potential they can do and what no, I No, why stand, would you? You just don't like the fraud they're teaching them. I just don't like the fraud. What are you write MMA, right? You write MMA. What's your MMA credential? I can tell you my uh, my MMA credential. I have never fought MMA. I'm a Jiu-Jitsu blue belt right. under somebody who has trained Jiu-Jitsu and is a first degree Jiu-Jitsu black belt. The Peter Dipin, who is a uh, black belt and a Carlos Gracie Jr. Right. So a Carlson Gracie Jr. and has trained with Hanzo Gracie. Mm-hmm. I have trained with six black belts. I can uh, just uh, name. I have competed myself maybe once, but I have my guys regularly compete in MMA. That's uh, proof enough. I am right. not. Hiding behind some shroud and telling me, "Okay, follow my card." <laughs> no, but like, dude, how long do you think these guys will can put keep their fucking claws into fa- this business facade. forever? So oh, I have forever. a question. This is Calcutta, boy. So again, so j- don't mind, but I'm going to get into the meat and bones of this a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah How much is your monthly membership? Yours, your combat so plan. Two thousand five hundred. Right. And these guys, uh, they they are probably cheaper than that. Also, then they are probably yeah, half that. One point five, one point five to so eighteen. Do you think that plays a role no, in the number of people that they get? Because well, that certainly plays course, a role, bro. They're yes, fucking the whole market certainly... up for for us guys who are actually so you got to doing legit. You got to understand. No, no. So for me, like when I go to teach, yeah. I study very very hard to teach a class. So I am exactly. automatically being underpaid for what I am imparting to other people, and I'm sure you have notebooks, like we all do. So, yeah. So these motherfuckers come in and they just drop. There you go. These they just drop the standard and they kill our market, and we're fucking teaching for free. And you know? see, I wouldn't have mind if they would have charged that, but where I take a class and where they, I take a class out of the city, it's the nine-story building. they take it in a 
क्लब यू नो वोट क्लब इट्स लाइक इट्स लाइक वो दिल्ली में होता है ना कि हर गली नुक्कर में एक क्लब मिल जाता है तुमको स्पोर्ट्स क्लब ऑफ क्लब एंड हाफ ऑफ द मैच्स आर बॉट बाय माय स्पॉन्सरशिप ओके फक ओके सो इफ दे कम एंड टेल मी दैट व्हाई आई चार्ज दैट आई हैव पेड माय ड्रीम्स आई आई कैन चार्ज दैट फेयर एनफ आई डू आई इट्स नॉट अबाउट देम चार्जिंग दे कैन चार्ज व्हाटएवर एंड देन आई आल्सो हैव अ टीम हु आई डोंट चार्ज एनीथिंग फ्रॉम No, but they fuck us. No, no, market is fucked. These guys yeah, are coming in there, bargaining with me. Ki idhar mujhe itne me mil raha hai. I mean, it's like it's like if a Maruti and a Mercedes were, you know, like okay, let's just make. You equate, can't treat them both as yeah. Car. Let's just equate uh, both of them. They're just a car, right? That, I think, and because people don't have the knowledge for what martial arts truly is. And they are ambassadors. Is, yeah, of all good bad things. Every and I hate this. I don't know about Suresh Gopis. I don't know what the background is behind these guys. But the majority of the federation are run by karate guys. What is GFI, right? GFI banned me because I told them what they are. GFI banned I, uh, I, me also. and Shiva. Me and Shiva were hosting a championship. It was called uh, Bengal Grappling Open. I just don't remember the name of the. And we get a call. a day before you the can't use the name grappling hmm. partho was in the same floor the day of the competition he did not have the metaphorical balls to come up to us and say you can't use because gfi is telling me that can't be used you can't say so we said okay we are removing the name gfi and we are just going to have a grappling open so you hmm. can't uh, say grappling only and he sends one of his minions to talk to me and shiva goes directly to him and he is like okay and then i come in and i say and i put a hand on his shoulder and say okay what's his problem he tells me okay you need to remove your hand from my shoulder and i said probably this hand on your shoulder is saving your face at this point of time from broken getting broken into 16 different pieces and thrown into two different hemispheres <laughs> and parthu is loitering around and i'm going to use that word <laughs> yeah and parthu is and parthu is loitering around in front of me Right. and i'm like and i just turn to him and say say if you don't have the guts to come and tell me directly because you think it's going to be uneasy for you then let me tell you i have a shoe it can drive where the sun does not shine and you can sneeze my shoelaces out of your nose i have no problem <laughs> oh i love it no but um i know what you're talking about man and um we seriously need a body to regulate and i just i just get worked up i just Dude, get no, worked I up no i fucking get it i used to be you into 10 about a year ago um, i just i have just mellowed down i would no, go I to the gfi tournaments and i would sit on the side because if i were to engage with any of these fucking idiots um it would be a very very serious problem like This how many people do you take to a national gym How many t- people do you take a national championship? So, the last time three yeah, sixty went to a national championship for kickboxing, they took seventy eight or seventy four people. Yeah, like even for grappling, they had about thirty five people. Thirty five people. We don't have that many <laughs> districts in West Bengal. What's wrong with you? <laughs> And I'm like, okay, you are creating a debt. If you are bringing thirty five people, you are creating a digital dynasty, man. Like Athos does not bring in that many students into the dome. We are creating a digital dynasty. And you ask me, who is the digital? Where he learned jiu-jitsu from, and who is his jiu-jitsu coach? 
you'll notice this is a very common trend with a lot of the gyms that are winning team titles. Um, it's quantity more than quality. So I, you know yeah, how this you flood categories likely right? is you might get something, right? No, see, if you have enough number of people, right? So golds four or five, silvers two or three, and uh, bronze, bronze is one eight. generally. Yeah. Right. So it's which team has the maximum amount of points they win. Right. If I take seventy-eight people, or let's say fifty-five or sixty people, <laughs> and half of them get bronze, of, half of them win bronze. You're still a national champion. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm supposed to be bad in maths. Yep. No, but uh, that's what I mean. Um, people claim to be the best gyms in the country, and uh, best gyms. I actually put an apology mail to Parthos Bengal Grappling Association on record that let's keep personal things aside. Let us compete. Right. He calls it a freaking state championship with two clubs competing in it. <laughs> I understand. We are laid back, but we are not fixing a bottle man. Love. But I think that's Ashwin. That's where the space for this professional jujitsu tournament thing is. And I think what is, you man. guys are doing, it's great. And I started something similar. That's awesome. I did not word. know. I did not know the name that I gave my championship would affect India so much. I used to call it <laughs> Lockdown Fight Nights. Boom. And we were supposed to have one in June and it the whole country is in a freaking lockdown. So what I did, I went to this bar. Uh, uh, I went to this bar, went to this nightclub and said, I said, give me the space for a Saturday night and I'm going to host Jiu-Jitsu tournaments here. Yeah. Submission only. Hmm. And whatever, uh, I'll bring in my crowd. Whatever happens, you keep some, I keep some. And... Uh, Fighters do not have to pay for anything. They just come, they have dinner, have drinks on the house, on me. Fight, right. go home. Gifts on me. Mm-hmm. So, nice. we had that and Shiva came, the Jiu-Jitsu Ronin came. I invited Parthos guys too. I said that I would put 15k of my own money. Nobody showed up. Mm. But Rathul sent his millions though. <laughs> and they were uh, videotaping of what I was doing and posting it on Facebook simultaneously and asking me, okay, where is this? Where is the cage? And I turned to them and said, my left profile is uh, worse than my right profile. So you come to this side and photo me. And if you want to troll me, because if you think you can troll me, I troll people professionally. That's what I do. Pretty much. <laughs> so that's, that's how the things are. That's how things are. And probably, you know, this is what I don't get, right? We are, like for any industry standards, for any industry standards, we are uh, doing things, household duties, catch a bottle. This is not even an opener. (laughs) (laughs) I can't open this catch a bottle without an opener. Don't try with your teeth, bro. No, no, I already broke oh, one. No. Yeah, Please do it. We want to see you break a tooth on air. Slice your gums, man. I did that once. In the, in... That would be an epic way to promote his uh, his podcast. Yeah. His, uh, his tooth falling yeah. out. <laughs> so, you know, so that's what I don't understand. In any kind of industry, there are industry standards, right? You cannot have... Like, <laughs> you would think, bad. not in ours. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but see, we don't have any. Who is calling out? Who is calling out 360? Now, the reason I tell about 360 
because that's the one I know. Another, there are a lot, too many people I know. Like, check the credentials of the people who vote. Like, for everything, I, I am willing to put my content of what I teach online. Online, right. Tape me. Yep. Tape me, criticize me, give me feedbacks. I have no freaking problem. Right, and if you're right, you'll always take the feedback. How many, how many videos have you seen on Instagram or anywhere of, you know what 360 says? No, we are training. Can't video. We don't have time. We don't have time. Yeah. Oh, it's, time. Nonsense. It's no you don't know the thing. Dude, I can't imagine. How do these how do these fuckers sleep at night, dude? Because it's endless. They don't Especially have a conscious. Like, dude, yeah, because in 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 Delhi and NCR, these gyms there. I have I have one gym and one in Jaipur, and we're opening in. So with a new name, we're opening another gym in Delhi. But these guys have like franchises on franchises on franchises. And they're ruining our entire business altogether. I know the biggest... How many biggest are there in in Kolkata right now? Two are creating havoc. I don't know how many they plan to open. But... um, Believe me, if I was not a full-time radio jockey... And if I was not... At this point of time, they're even too low for me to even engage and give them profit. But are they though? I mean... uh, from what they I have hear, over uh, close to 200 guys as members. Yeah, that's insane though. That's insane. That's the amount of people they are fraudulating. But and one these... good thing, half of my population is uh, half of his pop- is a former 360. So they screw them up and they come to me. So I'm okay with their business model. As so you're getting my something coming towards you a little bit. Huh? Yeah, but... so most of them leave that and come to me. Dude, happen, man, when you don't progress. Not with us, Mohit. It how do, it's happened like we have... How many students can you count that have come to our gym from the frauds nearby? A handful, I would think. I mean, they've come to our tournaments, they've got their asses handed to them, they still don't show up. See, the thing is, when, when you get your egos broken, like it's our responsibility when somebody comes in and says, I want to read this. We are the architects. We shape their careers, right? And I'm not, I'm not giving you this esoteric view of what we are, but we shape their careers. We build their mentality of what we learned and what we have passed on to the other guys. And then we slowly build it. But now they are in this fraudulent camps. And when they go and get their asses handed to them, their ego shatters. Now, there are two choices that they have. Either leave it completely or change camps. And believe me, changing camps is the least of their priorities. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's tough also to change want, camps, now, man. Yeah. Like you have to, like that. That thing has to be definitive. That, dude, this place is not working. Like I'm, I'm stuck and here. No, if you would have changed camp, and you know, if you would have come from Parthos camp to my camp, he would actually. One of my one of his coaches, which was one of my oldest students, said that I'm going to join. I'm going to leave you for what you did with. Orko sir, because you sh- the kind of he actually went to his house at night at twelve. And Partho as a cult leader is out there. He should be the next Osho or something. He's also awesome. he's, he's, he's good at that. He's good in that. He's terribly he's awesome at that stuff. He's oh, great in running a car. 
thought i met and someone at gfi this is by far let me go on record this is the first time i'm like leverage work is the first time i'm coming out with my side of the story publicly fuck this yeah dude first time. and this is the first time i'm opening up about everything and dude we appreciate have, you doing this i have you no know, it it just took it just took me all this time and you know when i did a uh, uh when i uh, did uh, lockdown with sit i was with uh, siddharth and when siddharth uh, and i did that podcast mm-hmm. and right after that i got all sorts of you know messages. messages from all sorts of places and i'm like that screw them i try to i I'm, i'm trying to be a nice guy where nice guys don't exist and if they want to come after me after this they know where my club is they know where my gym is they can meet me anywhere i have no problem i might have competition anxiety but i will do their <laughs> life for free and i had wonder that i mean if 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 the new affiliates in the gurgaon or delhi region <laughs> oh no they have don't. a problem they can come out of me man any for time uh, no if if like i'm i'm like why would you why would you do this right why would you swipe this is why calcutta has such a bad rap this is why nobody takes us uh, uh, like people from calcutta series we are I not disagree. competitive i disagree i take you right right as a killing it man no i used to work for the kolkata night riders by the way oh i used to work at at the with the venue oh, operation that's cricket Cricket is a different yeah, religion. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I I'm don't talk about cricket. I'm, I'm just saying, uh, in general, uh, we, I take you guys very seriously. Uh, now that we know you, I mean, the reason why we want to talk to you was so that we get some idea about Calcutta. I know Shiva. I take him very, very seriously, and he's a thorough professional. Uh, he stepped up to compete at our tournament when nobody else did. Um, yeah. So the reputation of Calcutta is in safe hands. You don't have to worry about that. Bengal. No, I, I don't worry about the reputation of Calcutta because I know me. and shiva that you can take care of it no problems but the problem is that people judge us with uh, 360 now how many calls do i get means these buggers are so, uh, so shameless i have a list so i just get those no worries so okay. this buggers are you know so unprofessional that my name is still on their website as one of their coaches <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm going to look this up right now wait a minute just try uh, just type 360 degrees sports Dude, um, I guess they don't have a website. Oh, they do. You want to know something really amazing, Mohit? Shoot! If you Google Ashwin Hoon, um, the second thing that opens up is Sanshikan Martial Arts. No. Google it. That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, not on my phone, <laughs> bro. Really? Yeah, I'm getting LinkedIn and then. a uh, bunch of videos from facebook and then your twitter and then men's xp smooth comp no smooth comp dekhte hai bhai ka kya scene hai apparently i'm 31 years old on smooth comp for some reason noise yeah three wins yeah, so, by submission nice. so if you see if you seriously see uh 360's website me and my me and shiva's name are still there <laughs> most Money, bro. website I'm sorry. They do have a website, but it's the phone version. I checked it out. Yeah, I, I sent you a yeah, link it's also. A it's a WordPress version. Yeah, it's a WordPress version. When you open it on on the laptop, it, it comes across like a phone uh, orientation. Okay. And okay. I still remember I made the content for that WordPress. So I know. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it still has the login details. 
अच्छा वो पहले उस पे ही है ओके ओके गॉड इट गॉड आई फाउंड इट फाउंड इट बाय द वे वी वी बीन बैनेजी और कोदास गुप्ता वी बीन प्रोनाउंसिंग योर नेम रॉन्ग द एंटायर टाइम एंड यू हैवंट करेक्टेड अस योर स्वीट गाय मैन वी बीन कॉलिंग हिम आरको और इज इज ऑर्को मोहित फक मैन ओ इट्स कंप्लीटली फाइन आरको और कोई सेम पर्सन no but um so tell me man uh, how do you get your training in how is how do you study where does your where does new information come from from so uh, my like new information um, instagram youtube i follow a lot of people now uh, the thing is i do not follow one camp uh, now basically i am into full time mma so our focus is very mma uh, we are not only uh, we are not solely focusing on jiu jitsu but we are focusing right. on mma as right. a sport and so our focus come uh, i don't uh, i don't look into just one coach i try to look into different levels okay. and my uh, and my approach to it uh, yes so my approach to it would be i look at different striking videos i look at different wrestling videos i look at different submission videos and my approach is how they can intermingle because sometimes when i see this mma videos this mma tutorials the problem is they are showing one aspect another is missing and showing another aspect another is missing how can there be a sync to there it? are pieces so, which are yeah. missing in so yeah, i don't know if it's if it's too um, i'm sitting on a high horse when saying this but it's like i see a lot and then i okay shut down that and create that own um, that i wouldn't say own style but create that own system okay this is what you do and uh this is how you come in so i'm a very positional person when it comes to i do not i do not believe that if you have power it translates well i'm like if you need to have power setup and the skill and the idea to when to actually use that power if you are that yeah, one guy who has that power hand and all this that power hand you're going to gas out and you're going to die mm, so yeah. i believe position first then anything else so if you are going to do ground and pound you have to get the position If you're going for a submission, you have to go for a position. If you're setting your striking up, have to go for a position, and mm-hmm. uh, that's how. And I do not train two people the same. Yes, the basics always remain the same. But whenever I'm training fighters, I make sure I have different times, different fighters coming in. Different fighters need different approaches. Everybody has a different game. I do not train any of my fighters the same. Everyone gets different coaching. I mean, and it's important for leader to do that also. Yeah. and that's how i learn mm-hmm. that's how i learn that's mm-hmm. how i fail that's how i learn my fighters correct me uh, they come in uh, with sometimes they come in with a lot of details that i don't see and right. you know so i work with them i work what works for them uh, i work on what's comfortable for them how they are comfortable with things so i try to create a system around my fighter you know whoever so comes in because if it's my system they have to adapt to my style Right. i would because this is a fighter based game they are important i'm not i am there to shape that up but they will have to apply it so it has to be their call when it comes to them so this is how i draw a class and i try to keep uh, it it's really hard but i try to keep the competition team and the normal team completely different it is hard i have actually started doing that um in the past year or so um because you have to coach them in, in entirely different ways yeah um you can't treat uh, the beginners or the guys who are doing this no. for, for Means this how way. a beginner would do a guard and how uh, the guy who has been doing two three years does a guard it's completely different 
you know at 2 3 years he is placing it foot uh, he knows how where to keep your foot on the hip how to turn <laughs> you'd hope yeah <laughs> are so, you self reminiscing moment basically bro <laughs> this is my fucking life it <laughs> always misses by this much oh you uh, all misses by that much but it's so how did you get in touch with sid from kal like what, what what is the connection there so yes, how I, did i get in touch with uh, sid steam is also a band by gfi by the way yes that's one uh, common common ground that we have but i i talk to a lot of people i talk to a lot of people over instagram a lot of people and i know i basically know sid because uh, uh, crosstrain guys and my guys have faced uh, faced against each other over the years in mma competitions a lot mm-hmm. uh, when there was a yfc being done uh, in delhi um i think that's where the first time i met the team and though i have known sid for a long time i actually met sid last year when he came down okay. to compete in i i forgot the name of the competition that he was competing but uh, he was there and that's when the first time i met him right and uh, his one of his guys was competing uh, in aimms uh, nationals okay. so one of my guys went against him so this is how we know each other and, and i keep talking to him and i'm planning another lockdown fight night extending the invitation to you guys let's come and let's do some professional yeah for sure dude for sure Yeah, let's enjoy. And if by that time, if you guys win, the drinks are on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should have this guy. We should have uh, Ratul on as soon as we we'll can. We'll try and right? yeah, record Ratul's podcast. So regardless, busy, we get some free know, drinks. Fight Island just took place. He's too busy. He's flying. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it's a very big gutter, and that's the mound where he calls Fight Island. <laughs> Man, so you guys pull no punches. Uh, me, no, but me, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Me, I don't. I have been pulling punches for the last decade and see see where where we are, right? No, Those I mean guys, we also. Are, I mean we're trying to be credible sources, so we are having. That's why we're having you guys on, man. And I'm glad you uh, opened up to us and let us know what's actually going down there. So we no, I'm I'm and I'm so like I'm so um, confident about what I'm saying. So confident about what I'm saying. I'm requesting you guys to invo- uh, invite this to Nincompo. No, dude, I'd love to talk to them. I Honestly, think he's gonna hear this. this uh, if you heard the first one, um, oh, he yeah, hears everything. We'll. Um, <laughs> he probably hears. He Shall hears we the time tag him in gas. it? I suppose we've spoken enough about the <laughs> guy. De- deserves a chance to come back and. Oh, no, no, the stuff. guy deserves a chance. The guy deserves uh, the limelight for <laughs> okay. for whatever all the wrong reasons. uh it's all good all right all cool good. man arko uh, orko where can we find you if for people listening where can we find you where can we find out about combat clan your website so, so we don't have a website we're working on facebook that. page and you know before i finish i would uh, also like to uh, come in with a real uh, i would like to confess to something sure. you know most most guys who are coming in they see coaches like coaches as ashwin coaches as me coaches as shiva we are not any super human people so when you judge and when you put us onto a pedestal know pedestal. that we can fail and we fail sure. miserably sometimes but sure. the difference between you and us is that you don't give two cents about our failures you'll probably rise up and stand up again 
last oh. year was one of the worst Wait. time yeah. worst time of my coaching career ever you keep saying boom ma'am sorry ma'am ma'am like me uh, one of if why it was the worst time i was my head was not in the game mm-hmm. i was going through some troubles i have a full time job it makes it very hard for me to actually focus on yeah, this for sure dude i have a family and yeah. you know it just screws with your mind in a different space not to blame anyone but last to last year was like the last one and a half years worst time worst time in my coaching career and i think that was my worst output towards my athletes nice. that i gave mm-hmm. and that is when i started realizing i need to check myself i need to i am accountable for everything that is the time when i took my diet seriously that is the time when i now this is the time when i'm actually working out and working on myself so that you know i'm just not saying it i don't become another path that's a <laughs> fucking important bro that yeah, is it's extreme to, ownership is, yeah, yeah i just that, that I, shit yes, is fucking I am, right i am owning and i am coming out on public you know most most Come most on, coaches son. do not come in public because you know we have this halo around us okay coach no i screwed up i was wrong i'm fixing things coming back you can find combat plan on orco_combatplan on instagram we have a small oh, uh, man, facebook man. page for a small <laughs> facebook page combat plan uh, don't judge us by the pictures that you see we are changing everything up we are trying to be one of the we're judging you man don't yeah you know we want to trying to be uh, one of the best teams out of calcutta probably in india aspirations can't be low as calcutta only we have to go to india oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah bro and, uh, uh, you know that's what we want i want to give 100% to my fighters i want to ask 100% of my fighters and yes i'm going to comp- be competing soon in 2021 so but <laughs> don't call it a comeback uh, okay yeah. so um just to finish up uh orko as a leader i think what you just said is uh is very very important um and a lot of people when they get to a leadership position they take um, that leadership position for granted and they never actually really do step up and take ownership for what they're doing um, they can go years and years and years without actually noticing what the fuck is going on with them around them with their team um, so it's very important that we all from time to time take a minute and look from the outside in and see what your team is doing so i respect that incredibly and um, thank you for saying that man uh, you definitely have my stamp i don't know what mohit but uh, thanks for coming on dude mohit is just hoping that ratul gets one sentence right so that <laughs> <laughs> that's mohit so yeah wo bahut badi top hoti <laughs> that should be fun dude we're looking forward to this uh i would i would pay to hear that podcast dude you want to have to it'll be free i will send you the link as soon as it's out yeah <laughs> i i i make sure that i actually feature that on my podcast fuck yeah dude yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have you back on for uh, closing the rebuttal <laughs> you call me any day you and shiba both call, call dude, me we'll do both. we'll do a five way conference with uh, oh, all of you i think that would be world war 3.5 okay we would we'll mediate we'll mediate yeah we'll mediate we'll mediate so i can i can uh, see i can provide a venue <laughs> guys come down physically after the lockdown because i'll tell you what what's going to happen that 
I also truly believe that this uh, phone and the digital space has made uh, warriors of us all. And it's very comfortable for them to say things to me out of the... Oh, dude, uh, tell me about it. Yeah, so it's easy to disrespect yeah, people so whether I am willing bro. to disrespect them in front of their face. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And um, cool. Cool, man. We're going to do this again. Uh, oh, cool. Thank you so on, much, brother. man. We thoroughly thanks, enjoyed man. having you on, man. This was I, I enjoyed every bit of it. Awesome. This is my coming so out party. You're going to work now? You're going, <laughs> you're going to work now? No, I'm probably going to listen to a... Uh, lot of bashing because the only person that I could not beat, cannot beat, will not ever be able to beat is my wife. <laughs> Amen. Is yeah, she in the room listening to this? All alone. <laughs> she's cooking. I was supposed alone. to help. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. Good luck to you, sir. Yes, Good and luck. I was supposed to uh, walk my elder dog, mm-hmm. take her to the terrace, which never happened. We so, probably that. two ladies and the third one is barking away. So... Good luck. Wish bro. you best of luck, man. <laughs> if I survive, I'll meet you again. All right, brother. Thanks. Take okay. care, homie. Bye, man. Bye, <laughs> guys. Bye.